What's going on? This is your boy, Lita Johnson. We are here following the sports podcast, and I'm here to talk lots of things. One thing I want to talk, we're going to talk Nova. We're going to talk. We're going to talk Villanova. We're going to talk Eagles. We're going to talk Sixers. We're going to talk some. So we, gonna, we got some things to talk about. I want to talk Eagles first. We want to talk James Bradbury. I feel like, I, I, you know what? I, I thought, you know, Rosemont was putting pieces together just to, just to build. But he wants to win, like, right now. Even with the Jalen Hurts situation, everybody, he don't feel like everybody else feels. He feel like he got his quarterback. I didn't think that. But when you see what he's done and to build around him, and then he got him a, a, a safety blanket. Okay, this guy ain't the guy. We're going to go get the best quarterback in the draft. We gonna trade Jalen Hurts. We got two first round picks. They got whatever it takes to go get the guy they want. So, and and and, and everybody talking about the acquisitions. The key acquisitions was getting Kelsey back for a year, getting Cox back for a year. Everybody like, oh, I don't know, I wouldn't have paid fourteen million. Just touch the Cox. Shut up. Just, just don't even talk. Like this what he did last year. What he did last year was still good. Was still top defensive tackle stuff, even though it wasn't his best. Any 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 uh, championship team would have had Cox level last year. People still had the double team Cox. They still had the double team Cox. You know, Brandon Graham is back. It's going to be more lanes open though. They didn't have that other guy on the side to really apply the pressure. Josh Sweat was there, but that wasn't enough. Brandon Graham used a lot, and Hargrave did a lot too. But you know why? Cox got double teamed a lot. The Eagles know what he brings to the table. He's dominant. I mean, you know, it's just he couldn't get to the – he had years like that before. He's had, he's had a year like that before. He had a couple of years where it wasn't all big sack totals, but the, the stat sheet don't, don't really prove what Cox is, you know what I mean, what he's really about. The stat sheet don't really tell the story. The stat sheets do not tell the story of how dominant, how much the defense has to pay attention to Fletcher Cox. So now you got him back. You bring Anthony Harris back. He was in the he was in the defense. That's a locker room presence right there for you. The emergence of another young star that no film has really seen like that. Marcus Epps, 62 tackles last year. You bring in Bradbury with 18 passes defense last year. Top five in the league. Tied for fourth. He was third in the league. My excuse me. They had four interceptions last year. Like, he was one of the top 100 players in the league last year. We're talking about him and Darius Slade are going to give nightmares to the NFC East. This, this is actually an elite cornerback. This is not just a good cornerback. This is an elite. These are potentially two top five cornerbacks. They're both top ten. You can put them anywhere you want, but you're going to have to put them in the top ten. But these guys are top five. Anytime, to me, they're the, the best shutdown corners for them to be able to get that many pass deflections over the last couple of seasons, no, nobody's been able to get as many as these two. That tells you something. So uh, Maddox is going to have a big year because they're going to be trying to throw in the slot to get away from them two, and he's going to have a big year. It's going to be a lot of tests to see what he's about. Uh, uh, Zach McPherson could, you know, it's a, it's a time where, you know, Philly might throw four cornerbacks at you. And Zach, you know, they're going to try to throw to Zach of Maddox, and them guys are going to get time for them to eat because they ain't going to want to throw the Bradbury and Slate. You know? 
Um, it's a good team right now. I think the Cowboys, it, it, it's just it's, it's like night and day. Last year, the Cowboys definitely had a more experienced, more talented team than them. Now, it's it's, it's they look like the, how Dallas looked last year, except Hurts ain't played as many years and successful years as, 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 as Prescott. But what you got to understand is that Prescott has been a, a, a mess up too. He's been a mess up. I mean, I understand what he's doing, but he keep on having seasons like this and he don't do nothing. He's going to be another Romo. He's going to be mentioning a long Romo. So, that's, that's it's, it's, it's real huge to look at this whole, you know, the, the, the pass rushes on the defensive line that will, will, will allow Bradbury and Slay to get interceptions or allow Epps to get interceptions. Because I'm telling you, it's going to be times where they they try to pick on the other secondary members because they don't want to throw the Bradbury or Slay. That's going to open up the field because uh, part of the field is going to be shut down because they don't want to throw that way. And if you look at this schedule, man, I mean, if you really look at this schedule, the toughest, I mean, what you going to say, the Packers the toughest team? Because the Packers just lost to Vontae Adams. They are significantly as a downgrade. They're not going to be – the Saints don't have Drew Brees anymore. I mean, it's a downgrade. It's, it's not like they were when they had those two Brees and Adams. Was, they're not them type of team. Arizona, what are we saying about them? They're not that scary, but they're good. They're not scary like that, but they're a good team. They're not. They're, there's nothing to be, like, really worried about real hard like that. I, I feel like over so much – Looking at these teams, nobody looks like they really got something for the Eagles. It just don't look like last year. Yeah, it looked like just about every team. You you, you could you could pick some teams. You know, you had to say, can they beat the Giants? Can they beat the Redskins? Can they beat these? You know, but now it's different. It's different. They're a different elite team. That defense is going to skip. The, the people you got to really worry about who I want to – now you can talk about all the deaf players. Now you can talk about deaf on, on the defensive line. I want to see a Taron Jackson and Milton Williams, you know, what they do. I want to see if Noah Ellis can – this big guy can can break the lineup. I want to see if um, you look at Josh Blackwell as a guy – I'm. I'm just high on him because he got the he got the speed and he got the um, the absolute aggressiveness. So as a special team, but that can return kicks and hit, that could be huge. Tell me the team. That's the, you know. We'll talk more, you know, sooner a little more like who who I think makes the, the receiver. I think Devon Allen, Greg Ward Jr. Uh, Pascal, you know, Rager, of course, Rager here, Rager's going to get that run because he's trade bait anyway. So you're just not going to let him just sit unless you're going to just cut him. You know, Caltero, Tyree Jackson, and uh, Dallas Garter, unless they decide to put Tyree Jackson on the practice squad. Um, three running backs. I don't think Kennedy Brooks gets in on this unless it's injury. I think it's Boston Scott and Gainwell and Sanders is enough. All right, um, as far as the defensive lineman, like I said, I think Noah Ellis makes it. 
just to have the for them to over the, the the rookie and over Marlin. I think he makes it over Marlin. Then you got um, the, the depth at linebacker, but the cornerbacks is gonna be even more fun. It's gonna be fun. You know, because the cornerbacks, you got Josh, Joe, Mario Goodrich. (laughs) Um, You got people talking about Kerry Vincent. A lot of people are fans of Kerry Vincent. You know, you look at, they traded for him. You look at uh, Tay Gower, and they traded for him on the Urch trade. So, them two guys, you, you got to look at, they might be really, really high on. But at the same time, they still got Josh Joe. They still got um, Mario Goodrich. They still got guys like Mac, Mac, Mac McCain III, who is a super athlete. He's a tough player, and it's going to be something to see if, you know, you, you got Kerry Vincent, you got Josh Joe, you got Mario Gibbridge. All of them have been to the, the – they got titles. They, they're winners. Like, they're very intriguing, all three of them. Then you got Zach McPherson, who was Texas Tech. He was a, he was a beast over there. He was recruited by Penn State. He was sought after by high programs. That's four guys right there with – just, just them alone. It's like, wow. Who else do you say? Tay Gowan. Tay Gowan is a super athlete. He can really be the best out of all of them. But so can Mac McCain. Now I'm looking, at, and then you got Andre Chichery, who plays safety. He's another athletic guy. Like it's a really intriguing room. Now that you got Bradbury. You can watch these guys develop. You know. We even got Josiah Scott in there. It's going to be battling. It's, it's, it's going to be fun now. Now it's fun. It's not, instead of a guy battling for the second, third, and fourth spot, it's only guys battling for that that uh, fifth and sixth spot because Zeke is going to be four. Zeke is going to be four. Zeke is going to be, he's going to be the fourth guy. So now it's, it's, it's more in place. It's more in place. So if you look at how the Eagles have came or what they've done, it's huge. It's huge to see what the defense looks like now. I, I wouldn't be worried about the safety. Anthony Harris is a solid guy. He's decent safety enough to win the Super Bowl with. Marcus Epps is a guy I think could really be a player player. And then Kevon Wallace is going to come. I think they're going to let people battle. I think Shahari or so you got Andre or you got Kevon. One of those two guys could win their spot in the future. But then again, you got the draft, too. We're going to see what happens because if Hurts is the man, which I think he'll become, then you got two picks. What do you do? Seriously, what do you do? What do you do? You got two picks. I could see them either getting two guys or trading up. The draft is deep. It's a better draft. So you might want two players. Philly can get a safety. They can get two safeties. <laughs> but, no, they can get a safety. And I think um, if you're looking for somebody, the offensive lineman could be a spot. 
you know, or defensive end. You could get that other defensive end that could be super. So defensive end and a safety. Look for a super talent like that. Um, Kyler Gillespie doing great. I mean, he's really athletically and one of the best shooters in the draft. He's already showing it. I told people so many times, oh, he's not going to be that type of, yes. He can be 12-year player, average of 12 points a game, his career, or between 9 and 12 points a game his career. You know, he can be that guy off the bench that can hit you for some points, but just not the guy that's going to be scoring 30 points or 12 points a game. Just a guy that's a real big-time guy off the bench and everybody needs, everybody wants. He can even start. Let's a couple of superstars be on the team, and he can just be the point guard, the good, solid point guard for a Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving-type team. Or You give him two superstars, you're talking about a championship. You give him Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, we're talking championship. Jermaine Samuels, he, he had a good showing in, in the combine. Nova is just Nova. That's what it is. Now, I just had something that was told to me on Twitter. Unbelievable. Justin Moore, I see him being the prospect in the 2024 draft. You know, and one guy was like, one guy was like, well, he'll be 24. So the other guy was like, yep. Whether he comes back or not, he's leaving next year. What? Are you, like, what is y'all logic? Who's telling y'all this? Can you, can you, I, I want to hear what comes out y'all mouth when we talk. That's why I, I, sometimes people wonder why I get riled up. Because of stuff that comes out of people's mouth. Why would the prospect just leave just because he's going to be older? Why, why would he do that? That would be, okay, I'm just going to leave early. I can see if he's a senior, he has no choice but to leave because his time is up. But why? What, 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 how would that make sense to Justin Moore if he could stay and put his draft stock up when scouts know what he has and he can show it? It's a difference when you have nothing else you can show. Like, they've seen it all. You've done it all. you played the best you can play. That's it. That's why I thought Colin and Jermaine was going to leave next year. But they, they came back for Nova. You know, because really, how, how both of them were, nothing changed. Nothing changed. Same draft stock, all that. I knew that was going to happen. They both can get drafted. I think Colin's definitely going to get drafted. We'll see where Jermaine goes. But Colin definitely showing when you in this in this era when you so you can shoot in this era it's a, it's a different story and Justin Moore he's sitting back. This is why this is gonna happen because I even was like oh he could come back but when Justin Moore came out and said that he's deciding whether he's just gonna sit out or just come back later on in the season he Justin Moore won't be back till February. And he knows that. And why would he come back where he hasn't even learned the offense, Neptune's offense? He hasn't really got accustomed to Neptune's play style, play call. Don't talk about him being assistant coach. It's not the same. It's nowhere near the same. He hasn't started out practice. He won't be that the, the Justin Moore. He'll be naturally talented. You'll see him score, but he won't score like he used to score. He won't drive like he used to drive. He'll just be playing basketball. But until he gets equipped with the offense, you see how better he got with Jay Wright from year one to the, you know what I mean, from year one to the next. 
to every year after that. He got better and better. Cause you know why? Because he was in Jay Wright's offense. He kept playing it every year. He started the season every year in Jay Wright's offense. Every year. He started it in Jay Wright's offense. So he was getting better and better. Now it's Neptune. For all y'all who think he's going to coach just like the same identical way as Jay Wright, you are losing your mind. So now he needs a whole year. That's exactly why he said that. Why do y'all think he said that? He said that because he knows for his future, why would I come back when he could just get a, a medical red shirt? He could possibly get a medical red shirt. Or if he don't want one, he don't got to get one. Now that where he's at, that's when you talk about age. Now he knows that he's at an age. If he gets a red shirt, ain't like he's staying, you know, three more years. Yeah, it's not like he's staying that long, you know. So the big thing for for him would be to wait and come back at the beginning of the year play from the top of the year to get his stock back up that would ultimately prove and that would be for the 2024 draft I don't get people I just don't they think he's going to leave regardless if he don't play he's just going to leave my god if you even know Villanova players they're not built stupid like that I just, I, I'm just, I, like, where did they find these people? Like, for why, why would you come out your mouth and say that with comfortability? Like, who does, well, who's done that? Unbelievable. But, um, it's a big step for Nova. It's a big step for Nova and, um, seeing players play and, 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 uh, uh NBA playoffs, seeing players trying to combine and show out. It's a beautiful thing. Now, when you look at players, uh, let's talk about the Sixers and Bradley Bill. Yes, let's do it because it's, it's a, definitely a talk. It's up. It's going. After he said he's looking for a third star, the Bradley Bill talks came back up. He's going to go get Bradley Bill. C- can, can we disagree with this? Just know this, and for anybody who doubts that he's going to get Bradley Bill, you just don't watch basketball. When Maury says he's going to get somebody, he goes and gets them. <laughs> he goes and gets them. And it's not like it's not a possibility. Bradley Bill can just straight opt out and just say, okay, Philly, what's up? Philly will have to do some things. Will Tobias Harris restructure his contract? Will Harden do it? I, I, I know. I think Harden will do it. I think Harden will do it. I think he'll take a five-year, $150 million deal. I think um, uh, Harris, I think he'll do it too if he want to win. I mean, take that $37 million down, half, half. Take $18 million off that mother and then just make 18 or make $20 million. Either way, you know, that would free up money for them to bring Bill and tell Bill, look, we want to win the championship. Let's do it. People, oh, Maxie on the bench, she must be crazy and lost your mind. What? Are you stupid? For one, Maxie still would be one of the best players in the league. He still would be all-star. He'll be an all-star caliber player. But what it would solve is the Sixers bench problems. 
like Lou Williams did, like Jamal Crawford did, like Tyler Hero's doing. You bring a guy off the bench that can score 20 to 30 points, you automatically solve your whole bench problem with a guy like that. Don't think about nobody else. With a guy like that, add it to whoever you got on the bench, it changes your whole bench to one of the best benches in the league. You got a guy like Jaden Springer coming, who Doc Rivers sees could be a two-way player. You got a... Bring in Charles Bass, bring in Paul Reed, bring in Monty Stiver. You got the, the young core, Charlie Brown Jr., this, this Isaiah Joe. You got to, this is not guys that ain't proved themselves. They have proved themselves. They've won the Sixers games. They started for the Sixers, except for, except for Springer. Like, you got to understand, this is a good, them guys are good players. Anybody don't think that, they're crazy. The Sixers don't want to dread. They have young players. They're developing young players. Philip Petrozev, don't 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 forget about him. Don't forget about him. Six six eleven, two thirty. Can stretch the floor. Don't forget about him. It could easily happen. Or oh, I said trade to buys for a lottery pick. Yes, you can trade him for a late lottery pick or maybe even a middle lottery pick. If you could trade Tobias Harris, Shake Milton, and, and Furcon Corkmiles and Danny Green all in the deal. And get them traded. Because I think that's your pieces. If you want to go get a first-round draft pick or a lottery pick, you can do that to somebody. Or you can get a near lottery pick, top 20 pick. Top 20 pick, trade to buy to some team. I mean, they have what it takes to get rid of that contract. I just think if, if Bradley Bill said he's going to opt out and they find out about it, and they know it's for real. Tobias is traded ASAP. They are going to find a deal and get him unloaded. You put Bradley Bill with James Harden. And now, if you could somehow bring Tobias and let him stay, that would be unbelievable with Bradley Bill and Tyree. That would be crazy. But on the other hand, you know you got a player like Paul Reed who could play the, the four. So you got George Niang who can hit the three. You got guys who can play the four. You bring Bradley Beal in with James Harden. That, that, you got your killer next to Joel Embiid. You got your playmaker who can kill in James Harden. James Harden could just be the playmaker guy he is. Average 22, 9 rebounds, 14 assists, 13. Because with Beal, it's going to go up. He, he can just average that. You know, Beal averaged 25 on you. Real quick, 25. I think he's a 25-point-a-game person as soon as he comes to Philly. Joel Embiid's still the 30-point-a-game guy or 27. I think he'll score 27 a game just to not, you know, 27, 25, and 22 all day. And then Maxie's going to score it's the same he scored this year, 17, 18 points a game. He could possibly score 20 points a game off the bench. He's efficient. He knows how to shoot. It gets to the point where you won't have the best defenders on you on Maxie because he's coming off the bench. So it's going to be times you're going to have to try to throw that best defender out there to the second unit. Do I think they should get a, a veteran? Yes. Avery Bradley and Marquise Morris, the two guys are the tops on the list to me. Rajon Rondo, Rubio. I know Rondo's in trouble. If he's not, he's definitely perfect for Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers knows him. So that's huge and that's big. I 
I, I personally believe Philly is, is ready to make the pull that trigger. It just depends on when it's going to, how it's going to happen, because it's going to happen. You're going to see the three-guard rotation. Uh, like I said, Paul Reed is, is, is and, and Niang are going to battle for that position. I think Paul Reed is a starting power forward. No question. Then Doc Rivers need to start playing with them young bucks, man. The best thing right now um, going on for this team um, is the fact that, I mean, listen, Philly wants to win. They're hungry. Super hungry. So I came to, you know, to give you all a couple of pointers here. Listen, Nova, the big thing about Nova, I wanted to say, I wanted to go out with this. People got to understand that Khalib. People think Caleb Daniels. I said Caleb's gonna be the biggest player of the year. Oh, he has one more year. Something I'm hearing. Some, some craziness I'm hearing. He got one more year. We'll see. You think that he'll he'll be able to stay there? He'll stay. You think he'll stay there long after this year? He's gonna have because he's gonna have a biggest player of the year type of year. It's gonna happen whether he wins it or not. He's gonna have that type of year. They're gonna be after Caleb Daniels. I'm out, y'all. This is Lita Johnson. And, um, make sure y'all check me out or follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook. I'm out. Follow Lita.